Welcome to the fund2000.com real estate podcast. My name is Chuck Ham, and today we're going to talk about the benefits of using our office or an office like ours to do both your mortgage loan and your real estate agent representation. Welcome. Thanks for coming and listening to this podcast. Um, what we're going to talk about today, I probably wouldn't recommend um, for a lot of different real estate agents and mortgage loan officers out there because you have to have a lot of experience and training and knowledge, understanding of how the real estate transaction works and how mortgage loans work. And you can really screw up the life of a borrower and a real estate transaction if you do not do this properly. It takes a lot of licensing, it takes a lot of education and training to get to the point where you can handle two different skill sets. Now, in most cases, you're not gonna have one person handling both the mortgage loan and the real estate agent representation. And I'm gonna explain how that works. First, let's talk about the benefits you're looking for of combining uh, the, the mortgage loan and the representation as a real estate agent. The first thing is money. Are you gonna save money? And the answer can be yes, but not always. So you need to negotiate that up front with your real estate agent and your mortgage loan person to make sure that you are going to be able to save some money if you combine the services into one office or even just one person. So me, for example, I am a real estate broker. I am a mortgage loan officer. I'm a real estate agent, realtor. So. Um, having done this for almost 20 years and having all the training that I have, I've been able to save my clients a lot of money by combining these services. And I'll explain how. Not a lot of people can do what we are doing in our office. Um, I do it with some help. Um, I can't do it on my own, but I do the client-facing uh, representation, the client-facing communication. I handle that. Um, I handle the big issues and I have help to take care of underwriting and I have help to take care of, um, I do most of the processing, but I have help to do the processing. When it comes to discussions with the client about the real estate transaction, discussions with the client about the mortgage loan, I handle it. And I, that means I have to have a, a handle on all of the issues. I have to know the file and I do that on every single file for every single client that I personally have. Now, how do you save money? We're going to discuss how you save money, how you save on headaches because of miscommunications, inefficiencies, or just having to talk to too many people about the same issues. Um, so first, a real estate transaction usually starts with a borrower finding a property they like and um, making an offer. That real estate agent should write the offer for you. Usually the offer is going to require information about how you're going to pay for the amount of money that you're offering. So let's use round numbers. Um, you uh, want to buy a house, let's say um, it's listed for $525,000. It's a low number obviously for around where we are in California. Um, and uh, you offer $500,000 and the seller accepts that. You uh, put in your um, offer documents that your down payment is going to be $50,000. You're coming up with 90% of the purchase price through a mortgage loan. So now we have a real estate agent representing you on an offer 
that says you are going to get a mortgage loan. So you have to get the mortgage loan. Hopefully by this point, you're already pre-approved for that mortgage loan. Usually you're required to be um, pre-approved at that point. So in most transactions, you're gonna have a real estate agent writing the offer for you and talking to the seller or the seller's agent and helping you with the inspections and managing that part of the transaction, the escrow. You'll also have a second person who is helping you with your loan, making sure that you qualify for the loan, that your credit scores correct, and that you have the ability to repay. They'll be looking at your income documentation and getting everything ready for underwriting. You're making sure your um, uniform mortgage loan application is complete. This is called the 1003. And um, documenting uh, who you are and uh, and where the money is coming from to repay the loan and also for the down payment. So um, now you start to see that we've got two different people handling two really big parts of this transaction. And they are big parts. They, re they both require a lot of work. But as you progress through the transaction, you're going to find that both the real estate agent and the mortgage loan officer need to know and do some of the same things. And sometimes one has access to information that the other one does not have access to. Sometimes they both need information from the borrower and the borrower doesn't know where to get the information. Sometimes one party is super efficient and good at communication and the other party is not. So we help resolve these issues by bringing all the information under one roof. So you can see how the communication part gets resolved when one person is able to competently communicate all the issues and um, understand the borrower, the borrower's file, the borrower's mortgage loan application, as well as the borrower's and buyers, the borrower and the buyer are the same in this situation. When one office can manage the whole file and transaction, that's much less communication that the borrower has to engage in. The, the real estate agent should know and can know the mortgage file. But a lot of times the real estate agent is not looking at the mortgage file. A lot of times the mortgage loan officer isn't looking at the real estate transaction. And I'm gonna give you an example right now of how that sometimes is a big mistake. We just had a really interesting transaction where we were representing the um, borrower and the buyer, um, we wrote the offer. And um, when we wrote the offer, we were looking at the value of this property. The, the, the buyer was actually the tenant of the um, property that she wanted to buy, and they had already negotiated a purchase price. So we were just writing the offer for her, kind of like a free extra, a free service for her because she um, was already in contact with the seller. The seller was her landlord. She was a tenant and uh, they had already negotiated the price and they negotiated a very low price. We, I looked at the comparable sold properties for her and we came up with some values in the area that were much higher. And while I was skeptical, I wasn't sure. I told her, um, you know, this could appraise for higher than your purchase price. And that was pretty exciting for the both of us. So um, we finished her mortgage loan application, got her approved, and we wrote her offer, got the signatures, we opened escrow, and began this thing. And um, it was very interesting. Once the appraisal came back, it came back with giving her $25,000 above as the appraised value above the, the contract price. And 
that was exciting, but there was nothing to do with that information at that point. We didn't need to do anything. She was approved for the mortgage. But then we uh, ended up having some issues documenting some parts of her income and um, we had to resolve something. So in that process, uh, as interest rates were fluctuating and we, need to lock, we needed to lock in a low interest rate for her, we had to look for some ways to reduce her interest rate. So um, interest rates were, have been fluctuating quite a bit, mostly going up. In fact, they're about double now what they were uh, in 2022 before the Fed started raising interest rates. And in order to lock in her a low interest rate, we were going to have to do what's called um, buy discount points. Discount points are what you, um, what you pay a mortgage lender to get a lower rate. And that lower rate is valid for the entire life of the loan, 30 years. This is not one of those temporary buy-down situations. There are available to borrowers a temporary buy, buy down which is a cheaper way to temporarily get your um, interest rate lower so one year two years maybe three years you could even be five years um, and uh, you pay some points to the lender and you get that interest rate well um, when you when at the, the time of locking the loan a 30-year fixed conventional loan or fha whatever it doesn't matter what kind, we can use discount points for all those kinds of loans uh, to permanently buy down the interest rate. And we were coming up uh, kind of at a roadblock with um, how much she wanted to pay monthly uh, with these higher interest rates. But then I remembered we have $25,000 to play with here. And we can use that $25,000 to buy down her interest rate using discount points, permanent buy down for 30 years, the life of a loan. At that time, the par rate I think was in the low sixes and with uh, $25,000 in discount points, we were able to get her down to four and a half percent. That was cool, but how did we do it? Well, because our office was acting as the real estate agent and as the mortgage loan originator, we were able to put this puzzle together. Not many offices would be able to do this as quickly as we did. So we were able to get this done very quickly. And I would say that many offices wouldn't even come to the conclusion that we did that this would be possible. We figured it out and we got it done quickly. Um, we asked the seller to raise the purchase price and credit back the amount that it was raised. So we raised the purchase price from what it was by $25,000, crediting back $25,000 to the borrower as a credit towards discount points. That required a very simple addendum to the contract. And then we reported that information to our underwriting department and wham, it was done. We had, um, and then we locked in the rate and we were good. So that is an example where having the mortgage loan origination and the real estate representation all under one office um, that really benefited her. So that was just for the survival of the transaction. But now how do, can you also save additional money on when you don't have a situation like that or in a, even with a situation like that? So the other example of how we're able to help our clients is by crediting back half of the realtor commission. So because we're acting as a real estate agent, any property that's listed on the MLS is required to 
offer compensation to that real estate agent. So real estate agents are compensated through the seller. It's negotiated um, at the time of listing the property on the MLS. And uh, buyers, real estate agents can just go to the MLS and look at what the compensation is going to be. In most cases, it'll be two, two and a half percent, sometimes three percent. We don't see a whole lot of three percents anymore, but we do see a lot of two and a half percents and a lot of two percents. So um, a lot of uh, real estate firms out there like Redfin and some of the others, they um, will offer to some of their clients half of that real estate commission back. Well, we've been doing the same thing for a really long time, um, as long as they have. Once they started doing it, we realized this is a great way to um, have clients come to us and we're happy to help pay for costs. Uh, we have a much lower overhead and we provide much better service in those bigger discount firms. So we've been doing that already for a long time. So we have now for a while combined mortgage lending into the services we offer and we realize we can offer that real estate commission not just towards any cost but in this higher interest rate environment we can apply it towards discount points to make your payment lower so we've been doing realtor commission credits back to the buyer borrower for a long time but now with such high interest rates it is becoming much more appealing to borrowers to have that money to buy down their payments and that is great news for um, any borrower and any buyer. And you can't get that through just any real estate agent. You can't get that just through any mortgage loan officer. You have to have somebody who's willing to do these things for you. And that's uh, sold2000.com real estate agents. That's us. That's our office. Um, our mortgage loan website is fund2000.com. And uh, you can contact us directly through those websites. If you have any questions about what we've discussed today, uh, you can email me directly if you'd like, chuck at fund2000.com. I wanted to also just reemphasize that it is so critical to the survival of your transaction and getting and succeeding in getting the loan closed and the transaction finished and getting the keys to the property. There are so many things that can go wrong it is critical to get somebody who's competent in both mortgage loans and in the real estate sale process. Get an agent that can competently represent you. We've been doing sales for almost 20 years. Um, I manage all my agents. Um, I look at all the files and um, we get the help that we need where we need it, but we also do not outsource processing. We do not outsource transaction coordination all these services that you find agents and mortgage loan officers that inflate the actual cost of your transaction you have to pay for mortgage loan processing you can ask your mortgage loan person up front how much are your fees what do you charge in origination fees uh, you ask them how many points do you charge uh, what do you, and then um, you can also ask them how much do you charge for processing because sometimes you'll ask the mortgage loan officer um, what do they charge? And they'll only tell you what their commission is, but they won't tell you what the other costs are that they impose on the transaction, such as for processing. And processing can be very expensive and not even very good. We don't outsource our processing, and there's a reason for that. The reason is they mess it up. The processors, they don't know the file the way we know the file. They need to know the file, but they don't. Same with transaction coordinators. Real estate agents, 
should not be outsourcing their client-facing communication. The, the transaction coordinator and the mortgage loan processors, basically what they do is have you sign documents. And that's where you end up having questions as a client. You want to know, what am I signing? And you should know what you're signing. Well, you also should know what you're paying for. And you're paying for those people, for those services that are actually messing up your transaction because they're just getting too many people involved who don't really know the file and you're paying more for it instead of less and getting worse service. Hire sold2000.com independent realtors. Hire us for either your loan or for your agent representation, whether you're a seller or buyer, and you'll get this great client-facing service from me, from my agents, um, and uh, we're happy to do it, and you'll pay less for better service. It works out better that way. If you have any questions about that, you should talk to us before you get into it. Any good agent or mortgage loan originator should be able to tell you upfront what their costs and their fees are without any problem. They should be transparent. We are transparent. We'll let you know what our costs and our fees are, and that's a great time to figure out whether you're gonna have extra mortgage loan processors and transaction coordinators, um, because those are conversations you should have up front to figure out who you're gonna be talking to for the one, what could be the most difficult 30 to 45 days, sometimes less, um, we can do it in less, by the way. We don't need 30 days to close a loan, or um, we can get you closed very quickly. Um, it, part of it depends on you, but we can, um, as long as you're doing your part, we'll do our part. Uh, but that's a good time to figure out if uh, who you're going to be talking to, because that 30 days is one of the most stressful times of your life. There's, there, that's no news there. You can look it up. Mortgage loans and real estate transactions are one of the most stressful things you can do and i'm telling you one of the reasons why that is true is because of the problems i have described in this podcast let's talk thanks for listening have a great day mm-hmm.